Hello, and welcome back to the Manifesting Your Soulmate podcast. This is Jacob Rakowski. And I'm Megan Rakowski. And today we want to talk with you about the single greatest inhibiting factor to you and so many other people manifesting their soulmate and manifesting any kind of love in their life. So what we want to start off with is helping you really understand truly that you absolutely create your own reality. If you can understand that you are the God of your own universe, you are the God of your own reality, you have been given this creative power because you were created in the image of God. And right now you're experiencing creating your own reality based on the perceptions and the beliefs that you hold to be true for you. So if you believe something to be true on a literal level, that is what is going to show up in your world. So the concept of self-love is something that absolutely must be had for any kind of love to be manifested in your world, in your reality. Megan, do you do you want to share anything about this self-love or this is probably my most favorite topic um, as it's something that I really struggled with probably my whole life and especially in terms of I had to hit a breaking point in self-love and self-worth in order to manifest Jacob. And so how that showed up for me is, you know, I, I physically met Jacob a year before we technically officially met. And by that, I mean actually exchanged words. But I was in a room with him for two days and was constantly seeing him <laughs> in front of me and nothing happened. There was no um, connection. There was no um, insight, any of that stuff. And the reason that happened is because when I look back at it, my state mentally, my emotions were not conducive to allowing that relationship to blossom. So what had happened actually that retreat that I met him the first time is when it was revealed to me that I really did have a problem with self-love and that caused a whole bunch of issues for me in my life, which you know we go into um, a lot more in depth when I write in the book about my journey to understanding and coming into completion with myself. So where this, when at that time, when we first met was revealed to me that I was really struggling with that, um, I made a really good decision. <laughs> and that decision was to focus on self-love. And how I did that was I was in a series of back-to-back -back relationships because I had a fear of being alone. And people who have a fear of being alone are people who don't prefer their own company. So I think that said a lot about my state of mind. So I broke up with the person I was seeing at that time and just focused on myself. I reevaluated my life goals. I, you know, re, um, redid my whole entire career as well as what I wanted to do in life. And um, I made a really strong commitment to focus on my self-worth and my, and my love. And I was you know, reading everything I could. I was listening to YouTubers and people who were mentors to me sharing their information on self-love. I did things like date myself. I took myself out for food and 
eating by myself was like this giant fear that I had and finally stepping out of my comfort zone. And, you know, I literally went and I saw a movie by myself and took myself out to dinner. And it was such an interesting, uncomfortable situation. And I realized, wow, if this is so uncomfortable for me, it really says a lot in terms of my value and my self-love. So I share a little bit more about how I repaired that self in me um, and repaired that situation um, in the book. And um, when I finally came to a place of being finally comfortable with just being alone with myself is when I when I could say that that was um, a big turning point for me in self-worth and self-love. Absolutely. So for those of you that, that don't know yet, we're writing a book called Manifesting Your Soulmate hence Manifesting Your Soulmate podcast. And we have a community called The Soulmate Community that you can find online. And we are teaching people how we came together because self-love is at the foundation of all great things you're going to have in your life. But one thing we absolutely all need to understand about ourselves is that there's nobody like this. We are a unique creation. And the The worst thing you can do is be a second best somebody else. When you are you and when you are in love with yourself, even the parts of yourself, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, that you might not like, but you love you because it's you and you know that you're perfect, not in an egoic sense, but in a very real spiritual sense, you are made in the image of perfection. And this has shown up in in real life in so many different ways. For example, have you ever seen an unattractive, unsuccessful man with a very attractive woman? I I used to see this and I would just kind of be beside myself because I, growing up, I was, I felt like pretty good looking. Um, I I felt pretty good about myself. I, I felt like I had some good things going for me. I was funny, you know, I was smart. But I really didn't love myself and I really didn't value myself. And I would put myself in situations that would devalue me and I wouldn't have boundaries and I'd let people walk all over me. And because of that, you know, in my elementary, middle school, high school years, you know, I did not have a whole lot of attention from from ladies because I didn't love myself. And what's happening in that situation with the unattractive, unsuccessful male that doesn't really seem like he has a whole lot going for himself with the woman that seems like she could be with anybody, I'm not completely sure if it's because that man loves himself, because only he knows that, but he's expressing value and confidence for himself. And self-love turns into unwavering confidence in who you are. And men, if you're listening to this, the number one quality that I think that a woman is looking for is a man who makes her feel safe, is secure in himself, and is confident. I would say making her feel safe is the number one thing you can do, but she will feel safe when you feel safe with yourself, when you feel confident. So when I started to work on my self-love and started to work on my confidence, my outer world reflected that. And, you know, I never received any attention from ladies in my entire life until I started to work on my confidence and self-love. But 
what, what Megan did that was so interesting that you'll read about in our book in detail was she actually engaged herself. So go ahead and talk about what you did to engage yourself. So when I made that decision to... And, and let, me, let me jump back in real quick. Megan and I met December 14th, 2017 at a meditation retreat in Toronto, but we never, ever spoke. I was in a relationship at the time. She was in a relationship at the time. We were in the same room for two days, made eye contact, never said a word to each other. We met about a year later after we had both done a lot of upgrades and, and work on our own self-love, and that's when things started to kick off. When but we were both single. <laughs> we were, when we were both single. Yeah. Um, so go, go ahead and go into, uh, just to bridge the gap for the people listening uh, on, the, on that story. Go ahead. Yeah. So when I made the decision for me to focus on self-love, I knew I needed to make a grand gesture towards myself because I'm one of those people that I need to see things in order for them to be real. So I thought, you know, what what is it that I can do to myself that or show myself that I'm making this commitment? So it was one thing to, you know, break up with um, the person I was seeing at that time and go cold turkey from speaking to anybody in a romantic sense at all, but I still felt like something was missing. So I just had an idea <laughs> one day that I was going to engage myself. And what I meant by that was I literally went to a ring store and I treated myself as if I was going to marry myself. And what what did I want? What did I want my engagement ring to look like? Um, how did I want to feel? Um, you know, like I went to stores and tried on different rings and um, I even took my family <laughs> and they got to see the whole process too. And when I found the ring that I liked, um, I bought it, I had it sized and I went myself to go pick it up. Um, and by doing all this by myself and being on that journey and going through the process, I started to really feel like I was setting in stone this commitment. And what I liked about putting a physical trinket on my hand, um, I put the ring on my engagement finger and I was able to look at it every single time I was sp speaking because I speak with my hands. And the best part was every morning I would wake up, put the ring on, and it was an affirmation of self-love. You know, I'm, I'm putting this ring on because I am being true to myself. I am focus on, focusing on loving myself. And every night I would go to sleep and I would take the ring off and it was the same affirmation. So the second I woke up, I was thinking it. And when I went to bed, I was thinking it. So seeing that reminder constantly 24-7 and having that structure in my day where I, I was really practicing saying that in the morning and in the night was such a fast track <laughs> for what it meant to love yourself and what it meant to be committed because I didn't even know what commitment even meant and that was really the first time I ever committed to something um, and it was committing something for myself. So that was a very impactful and powerful move that I did. Mm. And when I met Megan for the, the second time in Toronto, Canada uh, in 2018, which you'll read the whole story in the book, the very first thing I noticed was she was engaged and she was a very attractive, well, she's, she is a very attractive <laughs> lady, but I was there for my own reasons. I was not there to manifest my soulmate. I was not there to pick up a date. I was there for personal growth. Um, but we connected and I just said, hello. And I said, wow, congratulations, you're engaged. 
Um, and she said, no, I'm engaged to myself. And that just hit me right in the middle of the forehead, like a two by four. And I was really impressed. And I will tell all the ladies out there right now, for me personally, I, I might be speaking on behalf of all men. I might not be, but men of value only take seriously women who really love themselves and respect themselves because I, I'm not sure. Well, I do know what it is. If you don't value yourself, nobody else is going to. And if Megan, Megan is not this way at all, but if Megan would have been really, um, certain women, insecure, you, insecure, not only that, but certain women just don't value themselves and you can tell, and you can tell that by how they behave towards men. They're trying to get all this attention. They're, they're basically playing the cat and mouse game with every guy they meet. And men of value don't really respect that. And that's not the way um, to get who you really want. That's a way to get a lot of people that you don't want. So when a man sees a woman that really has boundaries, respects and values herself, she, she is for the right person, absolutely willing to be more open and, and have a heart to heart conversation or connection. Um, but that doesn't just come just from anybody who, who walks up to her. That is from deep value and deep self love. So it's very important. If you're going to manifest the person that you do want, you're not inviting in all the energy that doesn't represent what you want. And you are inviting in value and you are inviting in respect and you are inviting in um, people who love themselves the way you love yourself. Because people who love themselves treat other people with integrity and respect. So as we close here, I just want to talk about something that is a spiritual realization that we can all take to heart right now. If you feel within your body, beyond your skin, beyond your physical form, there's an energy within you called the formless. It's called the universe. It's called life. It's called God within you. It's Jesus Christ. It is the beautiful creation energy that has created everything in this world, and it lives within you. Some people feel it as their emotion, but it's, it's the formless within you. And if you pause for a second and you're completely still and silent, silent your mind, feel within yourself deeply. And you can feel a vibration in your body. It's like your cells are singing. And as you start to get more in tune with this, you'll be able to feel it at any moment. And when you become so in tune with yourself and with loving yourself, you'll be able to feel this at any time, even if you're in a busy location. But just pausing and being silent will connect you with the infinite within you. And to have any other realization than you are love, and that you are God is the opposite of the truth. And the only way a lack of self-love could come is not in really knowing who you are. And I'm here to tell you who you are. 
You are infinite. You are love. You are God. You have all of the love and the power in the universe within you. And I don't mean any of those things in an egoic sense, because if you take them for personal gain in a way of look at me, because everyone is a God, everyone has Jesus and love and beauty and perfection within them. When you see everyone this way and you treat everyone this way, everyone you meet will give you the impression of love, regardless of what their behavior is like. If you see the person misbehaving, if, if you see the person acting out of, in, out of integrity, express deep forgiveness because it, it's, they don't know what they do. It's not their essence. It's their, it's their personality. It's who they think they are. It's their ego. And it's suffering um, in, in its simplest form. And people who hurt people don't really know who they are. So if somebody's ever treated you in a way that made you love yourself less, forgive them. Because they didn't really hurt you. They couldn't hurt your deep essence. This part of you that you're feeling right now could not be hurt, could not be touched by anything that happens in your life. The only thing that was hurt was your ego and your personality. And if you look at everybody as a soul, as infinite, and you look at yourself as the exact same way, you'll be grateful for everything that's happened to you because it was necessary. If you can stop identifying with all the pain that's taken place and just see it as an experience, and feel love in this moment, all is forgiven. You are absolutely beautiful. You are love. You are perfect. And there is no other realization. Go back to this often. Listen to this over and over again. And just feel within yourself anytime you need to feel love. Because you are love. And when you admit love, the world is love to you. And your soulmate is right around the corner.